Well, welcome to Breaking Geek. This is the Breaking Bad podcast from Geek Girl Soup. We're recording every Tuesday night and welcome your comments via email, geekgirlsoup at gmail.com, voicemail 503-447-6871, or in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash geekgirlsoup. Tonight, we are talking about episode nine of season five, Blood Money. It's written by Peter Gould, directed by Brian Cranston. I'm Susan, and I'm here with Amelia. Amelia. Hey, hey sorry. Chris. Hi. Not and, sorry. <laughs> and Kelly. Yo. So, how did everybody like the episode? Oh, my God. <laughs> We don't have enough time for me to glow about it as much as I would like to. (laughs) Oh my fucking God. I loved it. (laughs) It was amazing. It was amazing. It's really rare when something you anticipate and have put on airs about, like you, you have expectations and then it, 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 it it bypasses them. That just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So this was like, a stunner. It, I, as I posted in the group, I forgot to watch Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't watched Dexter. <laughs> I caught up last night. Okay. It, it, it's not worthy. Oh, wow. <laughs> this, not this, show, this show has just destroyed every other show I watch currently. <laughs> and, and Sunday night's episode in particular, I mean, just like you said, Chris, that it not only met our hopes and dreams and expectations, but actually punched it in the face. Yes. <laughs> yes. Punched it in the face. After all of this time of waiting, you know, yeah. and, and to have it be that satisfying. And I posted, I mean, the first five minutes, the first scene before mm-hmm. the opening credits, I was totally satisfied. Like it could have ended there and I would have felt satisfied. (laughs) Yeah. I I just thought it was brilliant. And then you add in the next scene after the credits of the slow, um, uh, pulling in, I forget what you call that camera move, but, um, you know, not zooming because it wasn't fast. It was very slow onto the bathroom door. Mm -hmm. It felt like forever. I think they call it a tracking shot. Okay, tracking shot. Okay, well, I think that's following someone. I don't know. See, I guess it's too bad Scott's not here to tell or us that. Or I, ha- I haven't learned enough from my filmmaker husband. So, um, <laughs> But, you know, it's slowly pulling in. My first watch through, watching of it, it felt like it took forever. And I was sitting there wondering, okay, is it Hank still in the bathroom? Or have they skipped that? And is it someone else? What is it? And then finally it opens and, yes, it's Hank. We pick up exactly where we left off last year. <laughs> Yeah. I told you we didn't have enough time. I'll shut up now and let y'all talk. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and let, let me say, I, I, I love the music, you know, whether it's the Dave Porter score or the music that they choose for this. And this was a, a song by Squeeze, one of my favorites from way back then. Um, and the song was If I Didn't Love You, that kind of went along with, uh, with Walt. Mm-hmm. Evil Walt, <laughs> the devil. Yeah. Oh yep. God, that was great. That line. You're the devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marie, you gotta love it. We got a little Marie in there. <laughs> yeah. As as we watch Hank slowly deal with the fact that he's now in a totally different world. He had a little nine eleven in the shitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and we had our question from, you know, last week about how will, will they show Hank getting out of the house and how will he leave? And, and I love that they answered that for us. We got to see it in great mm-hmm. detail. Right. And so, yes, I, I was wrong. He didn't just get up and leave and forget about Marie. Of course not. Yeah. Nope. But we had that creepy Walt. Hey, how you doing? Bye, Uncle Hank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harry yeah. the baby. It was just like suddenly he is like the monster in the scene. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's just turned topsy turvy. I do think that was a pretty spectacular performance by is it Dean Norris that plays yeah. Hank? Yeah. Just yeah. It, it, just the realization on his face. Didn't even have to say anything. It just That's it. Yeah. Emmy next year for him. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, Dean has been hitting it out of the park. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where, like, Hank is... Uh, he is the soul of the show now. He is the one good person that we can put all our marbles behind. And mm-hmm. what does he do? Well, what, the, what, it, it's true. I mean, but Jesse, I still think, is a good person. But he is so damaged right now that, you know, we can't count on him to uh, Wait a second. Anything. Jesse's a murderer. Jesse shot Gale in the face. I know he did. I know. But <laughs> he shows remorse and he guilt. Shows remorse and guilt. So you're that person that wonders about, like, in the courtroom, did he show remorse? I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> when they write it up, it's like, he sit there with no expression on his face. What the fuck were you expecting him to do? <laughs> okay, but see, now, but to me, that's a whole different conversation that we definitely, like, don't want to get on right now because I I personally don't agree with punishment and in Jesse's case he would never murder again now I say never you know he may make an exception oh. for Walt mm-hmm. but um <laughs> it, the, we put people in jail so they don't do that again and I just don't think that's a concern for Jesse now writing wise who knows what they're going to do in the show but uh, mm-hmm. you know it's not like he's going to go off and kill another Gale he's right. not going to become a Jesse is a broken toy, but Jesse is not an innocent. No, I didn't say he was innocent. I said he was a good person. I I know, but like the only truly, I mean, every one of these characters is flawed, including Hank. Mm -hmm. But Hank has been on the up and up from the get-go. And what we have here is Dr. Frankenstein, meet your monster. Hank Mm -hmm. created this situation way back in episode one when he took... uh, uh, Walt on that ride along, mm-hmm. and now he's seeing what he's created, and uh, that's just like we've got seven more episodes of this playing out in some way, fashion or form. Mm-hmm. Amazing! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am glued. I am ready. Bring it on. Yeah. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, podcast is over. <laughs> and scene. Actually, I wonder, uh, can we have, uh, can we change the name of the podcast? I got a better name. Oh, okay. Twat Hammer. <laughs> oh, my lord. <laughs> <sighs> Gosh. <laughs> you know what that's from, right? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> it's I from don't. Breaking Bad. That's yeah, it's what, from, that like, was, it's the name that, of their band. That was the name of the band that, uh, um, Jesse had going before the show began. With uh, Badger and Skinny Pete. Oh, oh, I yeah. forgot. Okay. And, and so the, the friend, the and, friend whose house are you trying yes. to crash? At? Yes. I just rewatched that episode, and it's like amazing. <laughs> 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 episode four, season two. Go back and watch that shit. It's All right. <laughs> Because it, it's kind of a, a key episode. It's weird. It's an episode where nothing happens and a lot happens. Mm-hmm. It's an episode where um, basically we have a confrontation. We have like our first throwdown between Jesse and Walt. Mm-hmm. I think it's the first time they ever uh, came to blows over things. And, and it was one of those like Walt's trying to keep his family working and Jesse's trying to Jesse had hit what we thought was his bottom <laughs> we didn't know what was to come but like that was the one where he fell in the toilet and oh, yeah. had sleep in the respirator in the in the RV it looked like he was had bottomed out but you know turns out he was just scraping the ionosphere and hadn't even gotten <laughs> into the entry <laughs> oh lord yeah, I'll have to go back and rewatch then. It yeah, it was in June that I rewatched. Um, yeah. I rewatched in June and then again in July. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord. But uh, yeah, these guys have come so far, and it's just a fun, fun, fun situation now. We're 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 getting pulled, pure payoff. Everything's payoff now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No well, more. and 
they're all totally different people from who they were in the first season. I mean, completely different. I, mm-hmm. On the upside, obviously, we could talk about do people really change and all that. So who they are manifesting as, you know, the, the personae that they are expressing is very different now or are very different now from who they were mm-hmm. in the first season. Yeah. Which yep. is amazing. I also loved about this episode that um, we didn't have to wait three, four, or five episodes for Hank to have that confrontation with Walt. You know, to for Walt to know that Hank figured it out. Um, I mean, I that would have been the easy thing for them to do. Let it take a few episodes before we get to see that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they did it all in the first episode of this half season, whatever, I still think of it another season, um, it, to me it indicates that, I mean, the, again, since we're expecting it to take several episodes, now the, the rest of the episodes are going to be just gravy. You know, it's going to be extra stuff and more goodness than we were expecting. Goodness as in, you know, for us, awesomeness in the show, not goodness from people. You know what I mean, right? I, I think it's one of those deals where they are respecting their audience. You had this big break. They knew this break was coming, and they planned for it. And unlike that, I guess, unplanned break in, um, in Walking Dead, where like mm-hmm. they went away for a long group of time, and they set it up with a cliffhanger, and then they paid off the cliffhanger, and it was terrible. This they paid off the cliffhanger, and it was like satisfying. It's like yeah. they know how to, you know, re- they they are respecting us, and we are going to be satisfied. They want to provide us with a satisfying meal, and they're giving us extra gravy. Yeah, just like yeah, you said. yeah. Good. Time. And I love them for that. That they're they respect us enough yes. to. Don't waste my time. (laughs) And get off my lawn, right? (laughs) And and Brian Cranston did an awesome job directing. I mean, just wow. Yeah, yeah. The guy knows, he he knows these people well, and he played everybody perfectly. He pulled out great performances from everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Especially that that final scene uh, with uh, with Hank and Walt. I mean, they. It seemed like the expression on Hank's face didn't change much, but you could see his eyes. You could see everything in his eyes. And then there was one point when um, when Walt changed his story from you know, well, m- my cancer's back, and then. Then threatened him. You could see the change in Walt's face. Yeah, yeah. Time the garage door went down. Oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> you knew the shit was on. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was like so, so sweetly played. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I do have one question. <laughs> he pulled a freaking Columbo. I haven't seen Walt do a Columbo in quite a while. <laughs> Just one more thing How about this tracking device. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I think I physically just tensed up when that garage door went down. <laughs> there was there was just like no indication of that that punch that was that was coming, you know. Didn't know it was coming until it, you know, it's in his face. <laughs> Good times. And um, was that the same kid with the um, with the remote control car out there? I don't know. Yeah, okay. it, it isn't. I think he's the one where Marie had run over his yes. remote control car before. <laughs> yeah. So this is yeah. his new one, yes. paid with or paid for. Yes, with thanks um, money. Yeah, thanks money. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. They do a lot of callbacks. Like, have we met Carol before? Is Carol the one no. whose house? Well, remember when, when in that, uh, I think it was the end of season four? When right, when the brothers were, were coming or something. But no, that was a different neighbor. That was a different neighbor? That wasn't yes. Carol? It was not Carol. And I think they talked about this 
on the um, on the Talking Dead show. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Vince Gilligan did say that Carol was a different neighbor either on on that show or I I was able to listen to like the first ten minutes of the Breaking Bad Insider podcast, and so it was on one of those. I see. But Carol's a different neighbor. Gotcha. Uh, but can you imagine Carol? <laughs> it's like okay, you've been I living know. next to you've been living next to Scarface and um, a, a mass murderer, a drug dealer, and like everyone has talked about this person by this point. He's like the most wanted person you've ever known, and then he's back. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. back, and he's outside your garage, and he remembers your name. <laughs> Oh yeah, they've been neighbors for years. I know, and it says hi to you. Hello. Yeah, like nothing's wrong. <laughs> so good. Like, hey, so. how you doing? Can I help you with your groceries? <laughs> <laughs> What's amazing about Cranston is like his voice is the same no matter how he looks. He's got like just this level mannered delivery <laughs> that it sounds like, you know, any of the waltz that we've seen and he's changed so much throughout the whole thing. This was scruffy Walt. (laughs) Scruffy Walt Walt sounded just like school teacher Walt. Hmm. Which is creepy. (laughs) Yeah. In the extreme. Such a good guy. Uh. And Saul... How how good was Saul in this episode? Mm. Saul he was great. He was great. He, was. He's, he lives to serve. Right. <laughs> how about Saul's waiting room? <laughs> that was funny. Well, I loved seeing Huel again. Yes. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> and his misshapen head. Huel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> like a shovel went upside his head. Uh, but uh, he was getting a massage. <laughs> yeah. All those people waiting out in the room and, yeah, getting All a massage. getting rubbed down. Barn door. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, his Hello Kitty phone in the drawer that we mm-hmm. saw later. Yes, that was cute. Yeah. Well, awesome. and 50 other phones. Right, right. But it, the Hello Kitty one in particular. Right on top, we can yeah. clearly see it. I wonder, is that his personal phone? Right. <laughs> Maybe. No, that's oh. the lying to the cat woman. Well. <laughs> so what else particularly stuck out to everyone? Again, I was just so blown away by the first two episodes. When I re- I mean, not episodes, uh, scenes, that when I rewatched it yesterday, um, then I was finally, like, paying, not paying attention, but noticing things in the scenes after that. Just um, crazy. Well, what's interesting is how Saul is not really part of the gang and doesn't know all the misadventures that they've had. Oh, like, nice. I got the impression that this was the first time he got an inkling that these guys may have been involved with that kid that disappeared. Yeah, yeah, think and, so. Like, and and he did it in in typical. So I don't want to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I don't want to mm-hmm. know. Yeah, but you, but you're gonna cause questions, and that's going to be bad for me. It's gonna yes. be bad for you. Gonna be bad for me. Gonna be bad for business. And I thought when he was like, no, 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 I'll take care of the money. I'll take care of the money. I figured he just put the money away. <laughs> yeah, funny. yeah. But Saul's a stand-up citizen. He's getting paid well, apparently, well enough to you know, call the man in charge. Mm-hmm. He yeah. honestly thinks of uh, Walt as the new uh, Gus. Oh, definitely. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, Walt made that clear. Yes. In a, in, in previous episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Saul is afraid But there have been him. people who challenged that. Most of yeah. them aren't alive anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who questioned whether Jesse James... <laughs> Killing Jesse James doesn't make you Jesse James. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think last Saul heard Mike, uh, Mike was leaving town, right. so and Walt had gone to give him a ba- his his bug out bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and then no one ever heard from him again. And yeah. the look that Pinkman gave Saul when he's like, "You you think he's all right?" Yeah. <laughs> mm. Pink Poor Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. And then the way Jesse reasoned it out for uh, for Walt, you know, was yeah. perfect. Oh well, my god! That's not the way you do things. You'd be looking over your shoulder, and that's not how you do things. So I figure he's dead. Mm-hmm. And then Walt saying, "I need you to believe, Jesse." Yeah, <laughs> that's a a little veiled threat there too. Oh yeah, <laughs> not so veiled, kind of direct threat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Much more veiled than tread lightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I thought it was really interesting how Walt. Um, He's just behaving. I, he re, I, he's full on psychopath at this point. <laughs> it, just in the sense that the the lying without batting an eye, um, it 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 comes so easily to him. How he's able to just bring all this up and you know, make up a whole story and rationalize everything, and and his acting. I mean, Walt's acting, not Cranston's acting. Um, you know, as if saying to people, you're an idiot for not seeing that this is the truth. Mm-hmm. It, it it was just, yeah, he has fully become Heisenberg. And I'm just wondering if there's any Walt left in there. There is. Walt yeah. tried to get out of the business. Heisenberg would never leave the business. Right. I mean, Walt's just the guy who runs a car wash now. Right. <laughs> Well. And keep pulling him back in. He said, I'm out. And he means he's out. Poor Lydia. He's like, this is body bag time for me. And he's like, not my problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Lydia. See, How about Lydia, man? The return of Lydia. Yeah. <laughs> see, I, he's still Heisenberg, though. If he were Walt, when, when, when Lydia asks him to get back into it or is describing the problem... Walt would be interested in solving the problem. Mm, no, I, I, I question that. Walt, well, here's the thing. Heisenberg is the one who lies to his wife. Mm-hmm. Walt is the one who tells his wife everything. And to a T now, he's telling his wife everything. Like, yeah. who is, she immediately worked out. Something ain't right in Denmark. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Who the hell's that bitch? <laughs> and he's like, he, he, he just came clean immediately. He's like, you know, let the lady know. That, yeah. And this is the way I wanted Walt to be way back in season two. Yeah. I, like, I always wanted him, like, just tell her. It'll be fine. Just tell her. Little did I know. Oh, no, that's kind of bad. Wow, you, you knew your wife way better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad, okay? <laughs> she didn't understand at all. <laughs> because it's like, at some point in the show... I, I, early, in the early parts, what he was doing made sense. It like mm-hmm. seemed like the only solution. It's only later in the show that this cagey little show started letting us in on the fact that Walt's here of his own design. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't need to be as poor as he is. Like it's pride and all these things in his makeup that left him in the dire straits that we were introduced to him mm-hmm. in. And then, you know, he got the, the, the cold finger of cancer <laughs> pointed at him, and that allowed him to, you know, break from the norm. Yeah. That gave him the excuse to break from the norm. I mean, I, I still go back and watch that first episode, and that point where Pinkman's like, have, have you gone insane? I kind of need to know that. <laughs> and he's like, I am awake for the yeah. first time in my life. Like that whole thing is brilliant. <laughs> and it, and it, it, it like lays it out for us, the viewer and mm-hmm. puts it on a rational timeline of like, Oh yeah, it makes sense. Cook math. That's, that's mm-hmm. the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it makes us culpable. You know, we, we think it's okay back then. Like he was a good guy back then. Right. 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 He was. Mm-hmm. 
He was the good guy who, like, what episode did he kill that guy with the bike lock? Third episode. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, it didn't take long. No! And actually, you know, he killed, he killed him twice, because he killed him once with chemicals in the first episode. Yeah. And then he killed him again with a bike lock, after yeah. cutting the crust from his bread. Yeah. yeah. But that guy was going to kill him. Oh, yeah. You know, with a little piece of the, the plate. Yeah. So it was kind of a... Self-defense. Preemptive self-defense, yeah. yeah. Strike first. And, well, yeah. you know. There were but, lots of circumstances that right, got us to right. that place. All so, of which Walt started. <laughs> but last night, um, the, the one thing that he was still lying to Skylar about, he hasn't told her... That his cancer is back. Yeah. True. That's very, very true. And we know he's not lying because we saw him having chemo. You know, if he had just told, like, why would Hank believe him? Especially for uh, Walt to bring it up in the way he did in the middle of that conversation. Mm -hmm. If we had not seen him in chemo, I wouldn't have believed him. I mean, he was lying about, uh, you know, everything else. So to throw Mm. that out there, too, when I heard him, I didn't believe him even though I had already seen him having chemo. Hmm. Well, you, you've got me there. He is still a lying sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the things that he lies about are always the things he shouldn't or, yeah. like, wouldn't need to, you would mm-hmm. think. Um, but you know what the show does that other shows don't do? Or maybe it's the other way around. What the show doesn't do that other shows do and pisses me off. I I watched that episode of Dexter. I'm going to bring another show in. (laughs) Uh And two characters had a conversation over the phone where information was not shared. It's like, um, oh, is everyone hearing that? Yeah, weird. It's the ominous music. (laughs) <laughs> I have no idea where it's coming from, though. <laughs> I thought somebody was trying to play the opening titles this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, they don't do those things that immediately pull you out of it and make you scream, What? Just tell her! I mean, uh, see, I don't want to spoil another show on this show. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> But, like, there is a character who um, Dexter saw before he passed out. He gets on the phone with his sister and mm-hmm. tells her, come pick me up. Mm-hmm. He l- does not tell her at that point. Oh, and by the way, I saw the person who knocked us out. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, like, it turned out to not be a big thing. Like, they did have that discussion once she got there but wouldn't that be the first thing you say <laughs> like, One would think. Away, watch out for this crazy woman yeah. <laughs> she just drugged us and might be in your vicinity <laughs> <laughs> yeah well so okay so now why do we think I mean I have you know some speculations as to why Walt wouldn't tell Skylar about the cancer being back what do y'all think because she said that that was what she was waiting for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he doesn't want to give her any more ammo because things are just now getting smooth there. Yeah. And he's actually fighting. I think he was being honest with Hank there. He's actually fighting this. He wants to live. He wants out. He wants to take the money and run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like run the car wash and have an A1 day. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the things that are happening now are the payback. It's like you can't get out cleanly. These are the nasty little things you left behind untreated. And if if anything, Walt has been very careful about covering his tracks. We saw that. He killed 10 people in order yeah. to do so. But like he has been trying to button up all the little um, weaknesses Except for those people he cares about. And see, that's Walt. That's not Heisenberg. Heisenberg would have Jesse killed. Heisenberg would have um, everybody killed and just leave town if he really wanted out. But Walt wants the right out, you know? He wants to get... He's that guy who wants to get on with his life after seeing a kid killed. 
in front of him and then disposing of the body in a, you know, a vat of that. <laughs> He's got that lizard brain fully active. That's half mm-hmm. of his brain on. But there's still Walt in there. You can't discount that. The guy is still... He still cares about people. He's not... Okay. He's not a psychopath. A sociopath, yes. A psychopath, no. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I th- I think he is still in there. Um, you know, I don't think anyone is all evil or all good or whatever, including him. And I still do like to go back and remember why he got into all of this in the first place. And there is still a part of me that would like everyone to have a happy ending. <laughs> you know? I know how sad that little person is. <laughs> I know, yeah. So, you know, Hank, Hank gets his van. Um, Walt rides off into the sunset with his family. Uh, Jesse comes to some peace and, you know, meets a nice girl and settles down. And um, it's, and, and it's impossible. In yep. this weird menage a trois, I think only one of them can end up with any kind of semblance of a semi-happy ending. And, and it won't be happy for any of them. Yeah. It can't be. Hank gets his man and his family is destroyed. Walt gets away with it and, and Hank is torn up still. I mean, Hank, it, it's bad news for Hank anyway. Yeah, it's bad news for man, Jesse Hank anyway. <laughs> yeah. If he gets his man, he gets busted. Yeah, yeah. That happened to his boss. His boss had Fring right under his nose, and yeah. there's his boss. He got booted. Yeah. So same thing is going to happen to Hank. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess, actually, Walt is the only one of, of the three, you know, main ones there, that who could have the closest thing to a happy ending. No, nope. you're missing no. one. What? Uh, and it's not of the three. Um, their lawyer could most definitely have a happy Oh, well, sure. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, Maybe but no. I'm saying of the three, of Jesse, Walter, and Hank, mm. um, then Walt, I think, would come closest to being able to have what looks like a happy ending. I mean, he has his, he thinks, right now, except for the cancer. Mm. And if he beats that, then, you know. He's on easy street. Right, right. Because it looks like he can live with everything that he did in the past. Oh, he most definitely can live with everything he's done yeah. in the past. And, and <laughs> Jesse obviously can't. So that's why Jesse could never have a happy ending. Yeah. Poor Jess. But what's weird about that is he was the first to come to the realization of, hey, I get it. I'm the bad guy. It's yeah. like, it seemed like back when he was selling meth to his, um, his group, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back when he was that guy, uh, it seemed to me like Jesse was, um, you know, on the road to being a good little soldier. And yeah. I think it's the loss of Mike that sent him spiraling again, because Mike was daddy number two. Mm-hmm. The good dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, the good dad. <laughs> Mike is not well, a good person. You've got to. We we got to worry about Susan. I think. I mean, how can you say Mike isn't wasn't a good person? What? <laughs> <laughs> Remember how he was going to shoot Lydia in the face? Yeah, he was a pragmatic person too. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. Lydia is amazing. How many deaths has this woman escaped? Some of which she knew about, some of which she had no fucking clue about. She yeah. is the fastest talking. I kind of am growing to like Lydia a lot. <laughs> she's my, she's like the up, the she's she's the trade up Marie. If Marie was a <laughs> little, she'd be Lydia. <laughs> wow. But like, uh, dude, what's gonna happen when somebody tells Marie? <laughs> oh man. Who's going to be the one to tell her? She's going to go steal everything she can get her hands on. Yeah. Or is she going to break bad and start blazing away at everybody? Good gravy. Yeah. She's in the dark, and that's exactly where she hates to be. Yeah. The busybody know-it-all that needs to... (laughs) She will not be happy when she does know-it-all, though. Oh, God, just the stuff Skylar hasn't told her. Yeah, (laughs) I mean... So for Marie, in this case, ignorance really is bliss. Oh, it's got to be Skylar. Please let it be Skylar. <laughs> Who tells her? 
Mm. That would be such a sweet seed. Marie, we have to chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I, I, for, I just got a, uh, an image of Walt Jr. telling her. I don't know why. Hmm. Walt Jr.? Walt Jr. doesn't even know. I know. When he finds out. And Who's then starts Walt Jr.? freaking out about it. I don't know. He'll find out. I don't is know. Walt I'm just, I'm just telling you what flashed into my head, okay? I'm not saying it should happen that way. It will happen that way. Just you, you, into my brought head. Up, you brought up an interesting character, a character who's been underutilized. Mm-hmm. I always thought throughout the show that there would be some tension between Walt Jr. and Jesse, seeing as his father was playing, paying oh, yeah. far more the dad to this kid, this wayward junkie kid, than he ever was to his son. Mm-hmm. But then they, 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 what they did with that was just make it, you know, hey, you want a race car? You're the best okay. dad ever! <laughs> okay, so when you think about those, there were several times that Walt Jr. Um, raged at his mom for being such a bitch to dad. Why do you have to be yeah, such yeah. a bitch to dad? He stood up for his dad, even when Skyler knew exactly the shit that Walter was. The shit as in literally not in the slang term. You know, so the fuckhead that, um, that oh, Walt was. He did, have, he did have a period of rebellion where he wasn't into his dad as well. Remember when our yes, day was Flynn? Yes, but but he was never raging at his dad. And the fact is that, you know, he stuck up for him and created the whole Save Walter White website. Flynn, Walt Jr., whatever he wants to go by has to have that moment, that come to God and come to Walt moment, come to dad moment, where he lets it all out at him. <laughs> he, is, he, he will have been monumentally let down. Mm-hmm. And, and I think just from like a literary perspective and a mythological perspective, he has to have that moment. But see, here's the thing. Anyone who, here, here's an argument that really works for Walt. The things he has done for his family. It's so okay, but real quick. So you think that? Are, are you kind of thinking that, like Walt Jr. won't ever find out? I don't know. That's he's like a he's like a chess piece. Well, he he has to. He has to. Or he I could just be off. Or he could what? Just be killed. Uh, well, this is true. He could. Um, he could just be that person that, like, I, you did not see this coming. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 I agree. That grass correct. with crutches akimbo. Yeah. I think that that <laughs> oh is gosh. a possibility. Um, I don't think I, they'd kill him off without him finding something out, though. I agree. I agree. Uh, but wouldn't it be really rude if he didn't? If he was completely innocent of the situation at all times and then just got off. Okay. But so Vince Gilligan has said that part of, you know, a massive theme of the whole show is consequences, right? Even unintended consequences. Right. All right. And that was the, an episode name of some other Sunday night show. I forget which one now. Oh, the newsroom. (laughs) Like a week and a half ago. Oh my God. Unintended consequences. Um, so Gilligan has said that that is a massive theme for the whole show and that specifically for Walt to learn that I mean, he should know it from being, you know, having a Ph.D. in chemistry um, for every reaction. There's an equal and opposite reaction. I know that's physics, but it applies to chemistry as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but he's not seeing that in his own life. So what would hurt Walt the most? Having his family find out. And then, yeah, some or all of them dying off, being killed. But for, for him to lose their love and respect and then, you know, and lose them, literally, mm-hmm. that's what would really hurt him. So that's why I think that Walt Jr. is, is going to have to find out. He could be the one who put, painted the graffiti in the wall. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Interesting. Yep, that, that's part of what I was envisioning. Like, yeah, when my daughter and I were watching it the other night, it's like, who does that? You know, who writes that up there? Is it Skylar? No, it's Walt Jr. And, yeah. All sorts of juicy future stuff yeah. to come. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like uh, the fella, not wanting to guess too much. 
for fear of being right. (laughs) (laughs) Because so far, I couldn't have predicted how that episode played out. No freaking way. Mm -hmm. And it was a beauty. It was a thing of beauty. (laughs) We have to give one shout-out, though. One nerdy shout-out to Roger and their whole Star Trek (laughs) discussion. That was fantastic. The Star Trek discussion. Oh, my gosh. And and, uh, the next day, somebody had this animated thing. Did Skinny Pete ever strike you as being a Trekkie? Or no. being a, tre- a Trekkie? No, but that's why it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, I mean, like, he, was, he was actually he, correcting he, Badger on the there. Delta Quadrant. He's like, yo, that's uh, Voyager, dude. <laughs> but it's actually Deep Space Nine. But, um, <laughs> Amelia, <laughs> uh, we didn't hear what, what you were saying there. I said Skinny Pete never struck me as being a classically trained man of Oh okay. Yeah, right. yeah, true. That would that was surprising and really cool. Mm-hmm. So Kelly, I think th- there were some comments that were in the Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. So Scott, the fella, <laughs> posted. <laughs> I am thankful for these uh, th- his references here because I would not have caught this. The um, when Walt is outside of his boarded up house and he sees the neighbor and says, hello, Carol. And she drops her bag of groceries. Out come tumbling oranges, a subliminal nod to the Godfather. Cool. Yeah. So that was good. And, um, yeah. And, and the fact that the show has acknowledged that they do actively put things in there as nods to the Godfather. Oh, and also nods to Scarface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can't ever pick any of those out. I mean, if there were a horse head in a bed, I'd know what that was. But, <laughs> right, right. Um, these others are I, I can't pick up. Um, Michelle comments about the episode as a whole. It was amazing, like watching a whole season of Breaking Bad in one episode. I really need to watch it at least one more time to take it all in. Yep, done that. Loved it. This episode had most, if not all, of the characters involved, including Skinny Pete, Badger, and Saul. So much awesome in this episode. Can't say enough good things. Sorry. Can't say enough good things about it. Totally agree. It, it was like a, uh, a mini reunion, wasn't it? Like, every mm-hmm. character who's still alive was there. Not true. <laughs> not true. Missing Wendy, the, the, the prostitute. Oh. oh, that's true. Oh, my gosh. And do you know what? I have had that freaking song in my head. Except, <laughs> yes. Yes. Not recently, like to... before, leading, leading up to this episode. For days it was in my head. Oh, my God. And her teeth. Poor woman. <laughs> and, um, and from Mike. He commented, I miss binge watching. I have to wait a whole week now. (laughs) (laughs) It's so sad. It is. And I totally agree. You know, I I commented that night um, while watching one of the uh, reruns from from last season or from a year ago. And there were commercials on. Oh, my God. I've never seen commercials on this show before. (laughs) So I didn't watch well, I yeah, I didn't watch the show when it aired at nine. I went ahead and watched True Blood because it has no commercials, and then I watched it on DVR at ten and and fast forwarded through the commercials. Nice, yeah. That'll show those sponsors. What are you doing <laughs> back in <at> my show? <laughs> Get off the air. <laughs> I'm just not used to it. Yeah. It just felt weird, you know, like going from <laughs> the Heisenberg, you know, Hello Carol dropping the groceries to, see, I don't even know what the first commercial was, but, you know, car commercial or a waffle commercial. Ha ha, waffles, pancakes. Breakfast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Another quick question. Back to Breaking Bad. Um, <laughs> did anyone else watch Talking Bad afterwards? Uh, is Talking Bad 15 minutes? It's 30 minutes. There was an extra 15 minutes available on um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, an wa- extra 15 of that show, yeah. I watched that, but I did okay. not catch. When is it air? It was on... Um, an hour after Breaking Bad because they had Breaking Bad and then they had the new show and then they had Talking Bad. 
Well, I always shut shows off right after they're over because I don't want to see the next week. They and didn't I'm, do that. <laughs> oh, they, they did. They did it as the first commercial break for the new show. Oh, okay. I didn't Low watch the new show. There you go. Yeah. In order to get people to watch the new show. That's Got how it. desperate they were. <laughs> okay, never mind. But, like, I, I, but I, you know, Dexter has taught me. It was Dexter's BS coming soon that were just terribly spoilerific that just made me do you know okay right it's over is it over it's over <laughs> and click it off that screwed me on a, a walking dead episode because it turned out it wasn't over there was like another 15 minutes of the show oh gosh <laughs> people were telling me about the ice cream truck and i'm like what ice cream truck i went back and was like oh we didn't see the end of the show Oh Lord! <laughs> well, we had um, we had one voicemail, and let me see if I can play it. Hey, Susan and the Geek Girl crew, this is Mike. Uh, I wanted to comment about the Breaking Bad season six premiere. I uh, watched it; it was uh, very exciting. It delivered uh, everything I was expecting, uh, especially the showdown between Hank and Walt. Uh, that was another classic scene. Uh, I was a little surprised they gave us the flash-forward of the empty house and of Walt coming back to the empty house to retrieve something. Uh, they don't need to tantalize us with a taste of what's to come. Uh, you know, I'd rather be surprised by it, but uh, that's the way they like to tell the story, so that's okay. But uh, at this point, I don't want to see anything out of order. I just want to ride it on to the conclusion and see what happens. But um, we figured out now they always drop little breadcrumbs, and they dropped a couple of big giant ones about uh, Walt Jr., uh, one when he uh, asked that his uh, curfew be extended, and then they didn't really tell us why he was going to be out late, and two, uh, when Walt was looking for his missing book, and he kind of asked Skylar, oh, you don't think Walt Jr.? And she's like, no, 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 no. So uh, that seemed foreshadowing that Walt Jr. Uh, is up to something. And uh, I kind of want to ask the group what they think it might be. I wonder if um, either Walt's uh, mess production is going to come home to roost and, and uh, Walt Jr. is going to be somehow involved in that or be a victim of uh, meth heads or something like that. Or... Uh, Maybe if Walt Jr. is actually falling into the production side of the business, maybe he's going to turn into Flynn the same way Walt turned into Heisenberg, and he's uh, getting into things. Maybe uh, Lydia got her hooks in him. She needs a new cook. Did she uh, recruit Walt's son, see what he knows about some chemistry, and and, uh, put him to work and maybe drag Walt back in, too? We'll see, but I I definitely uh, thought that uh, Walt Jr. is worth discussing. I I think they, they left some clues that he's going to be up to something here. So I guess we'll see how it plays out. Geek on! Okay. So that was an interesting idea that Walt Jr. may end up using some of uh, Heisenberg's product and well, there we go, potentially die from it. Mm -hmm. I think he's just interested in pussy. Walt Jr.? Yeah. Well, yeah, but that that's, uh, I mean, I don't think he's cooking. Um, I'd be really surprised. I don't think he has the, the chemistry gene that his dad does. <laughs> but that would be a real um, kick to to Walt. I mean, it would devastate him, you know, if he found out that his son used his own product. There's been no indication of that, and this show foreshadows stuff. Um, Except that... that, No, go on. Yeah, I was just going to say, they do, but that would be an interesting way to to go out, and Mm -hmm. let's not foreshadow something. Yeah, but but hold on with the foreshadowing. What about when Hank took him out there to meet Wendy about not doing drugs? You know, yep. Walt Jr. Jr. wasn't doing drugs then. That was the whole ruse that, you know, Walt was smoking pot. Um, and it was a miscommunication. But, you know, it could circle all the way back to that. And maybe he hasn't done anything yet. I don't think he has. 
So what if he's out with some friends one night and he does? All it takes is one time. Mm. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying it was an interesting <laughs> idea, damn it. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think anything more of, you know, while, while Junior asking for his curfew to be extended, I didn't think anything sinister. I just thought he was interested in girls. Yeah, he's going to go out and have a good time. Yep. That's what they want. They want you to dismiss it and say, oh, it's just, it's girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but his mom seems to be understanding of it. She's not going to be complicit in him taking drugs. No, but I think that, but the point is that it's, in this show, first of all, anything, almost anything is possible. So it's not that he's doing drugs now, and it's not that there's any sign that that he would or overt sign or anything that he would mm-hmm. but it could be i mean it would devastate walt if walt jr ended up using some you know blue sky mm-hmm. and ended he up got sick. At a party right and, and somebody and, leaked it with something like least something he was using yeah maybe or to impress some girl, you know, maybe it's some girl he's attracted to who says, oh, come on, let's do this. Oh, it's no big deal. It's just one time, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And um, then he ends up in the hospital or dead. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I know we don't want to uh, predict what's going to happen because then if it does happen, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we saw that coming. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say I didn't see that coming. And if it is that, I'd be duly surprised. Yeah. Oh, and I know it's not that we do see it coming. We're just, we're speculating. Mm. Yep. I'm going to say no. All right. Well, thank you, caller. Please do call again, even though your ideas are being dismissed by at least one person. I'm saying it's shit, dude. He's after girls. I'm willing to entertain your ideas. Yes. But please call back. (laughs) <laughs> so we do appreciate the call yes. thank you and while we were while we were recording we had one more post on on facebook <laughs> uh, from darianne uh she said she enjoyed the episode interesting first scene how does that come to pass and fantastic last scene between hank and walt Skylar's moral compass doesn't know which way to point. <laughs> and I like how Walter says hi to neighbor Carol twice, both very different responses. And she predicts that Jesse makes it to the end. Oh, so. But, <laughs> but she, she has some, th- some thoughts on what happens with that. Do we want to read her, her thoughts of what happens to, to Jesse? Do we want predictions? Sure. <laughs> yes or no? Okay. Oh, she, I see it now. Okay. Okay, because it's on another. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, she said, Jesse flips on Walt. Jesse goes into witness protection or becomes a high school chemistry teacher. <laughs> the last one is highly doubtful, though. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It is a good, a good funny theory, but... Uh, I don't think Remember so. when Jesse had parents? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and a brother. I, I just saw the parents episode, like when they kicked them out of the house. Yeah. And I've got to find, does anybody know the number of the episode where he buys the house back? No, I do love it. But no. I don't know the episode he, number. Was it season three or season two? It had to be season three, right? Three. I yeah, because so, it was yeah. after Jane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. He was still living with Jane at the end of season two. Yeah. So he goes through rehab. Man, they had that house on the market for a while. But yeah. it was a drug house with a toilet that was missing. <laughs> oh, a tub. Bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> a big I mean, old bloody yeah. hole in the ceiling. A big hole where the bathtub used to be. Yeah, that yeah. would leave it on the market for a while. And he ended up being the one who paid. That I've got to see that episode. Yeah. No, it it would be fun if we saw his um, parents again and his younger brother. Just remember, his younger brother is the one who had the joint in the house. Yeah, I'd like to see what where the brother is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at my notes here. I don't I don't have which episode that is. 
You failed me again, monk. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> Jeez. Your your instinct is to fail? No. <laughs> Aww. I'm teasing. <laughs> I'm teasing. Aww. I'm gonna go sulk in the corner. That was a but that was a question mark. I was being funny. All right. I, I wasn't being funny. I thought you were very funny. <laughs> it's not funny because it's true. <laughs> so this show has brought out the mean version of <laughs> certain oh. members of the podcast. <gasps> I don't that was I was being silly and I don't know what I was being mean about last time except like defending myself <laughs> no I, 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 I you were within your rights it's just you were you were it's not just what it's rights. just what it's just we don't normally hear I, like I, I was you were always the the sweet mom of the group <laughs> so well spoken and, and calm and and then Scott came on and you became ah <laughs> Get off my damn show! Ah. <laughs> Kelly, um, is, Chris is that how not... I came across? No, 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 not this show. I meant no, but no. La- that last time, uh, is that really how I came across? No, listeners, no. over the True Blood stuff. That's what I meant. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was fun. I was being silly too. You people, yeah. we, we you just... men, just can't take a joke. <laughs> they don't like it when we poke the bear. <laughs> no, I loved it. Are you kidding? Poke that bear all day long, Jesus. <laughs> so now we know the real reason why Scott isn't back this week. Yep. Kelly scared him off. <laughs> but he did write a wonderful blog about the episode. Did he? He did. Yes. Yeah. If you go to his to his blog, uh, esotericcandy.blogspot.com, he uh, wrote about about the episode Blood Money. So take a look at it it's a good analysis and recap and um there's more to come of course we'll do we'll do y'all y'all know that just because susan and i podcast on behalf of this show for <laughs> true blood doesn't mean that we put true blood anywhere near the same level it's not even in the same room or floor or building okay it's in a totally different building from mm-hmm. breaking bad okay that's cool. I have right. no, I have no beef. Listen, I stopped watching True Blood. My beef is with Scott, who's hate watching True Blood. It's like, <laughs> what the hell is that all about? There's not and enough see, time in the universe to do that kind of bullshit. So thank you. Now we circle back around. Well, the reference to my instinct is to fail came from his quote at the beginning of the summer. My instinct is to hate. Yes, from our movie podcast. Yes, yes. So now it all ties in. So all you listeners who missed that one, go check it out. The Summer Movie Podcast. (laughs) And, um, you know, and since since you guys like to argue about these things so much, you know, you can go and start your own podcast. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know about like. <laughs> That's a well, strong term, like. Well, we like to listen to you to debate. How about no. that? <laughs> it's acting. <laughs> it's acting. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, Amelia, how you doing, huh? Mm. <laughs> oh. You're right. still with us? I am. I am. I wish I was not feeling crappy. Oh. But, well, we'll we'll wrap up the podcast here, and we'll let you uh, go rest. <laughs> so next week's episode is called "Buried," and we will talk to you again. Oh, do me a favor. Um, part of my like, do they ever show the the titles of these episodes anywhere in the show? No, not on the show. Then, but. Could you could you not do that? <laughs> because the title can be just as much a spoiler as anything else for the future. Okay. Just okay. Okay. I, well, then we'll, we'll okay. I mean, where are you even getting the titles? They're already online. Yeah. yeah. All of them, even the yeah. finale. Boo! See, no, don't. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I actually, I kind of objected to the title of this. First one being blood money. Was it blood money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's yeah. what Jesse was doing. He was throwing the blood money away. I know, but I think the title should have been Tread Lightly. No, that would have been too on the nose. <laughs> yeah, and they don't do that. <laughs> so, Although blood money is pretty on the nose. I mean, that's what it was all about. Yeah. Yeah, but if Wayne told you a week ago that the title of it was Blood Money, it wouldn't have given anything away. If they had said so, the title of it was Twat Hammer, they most definitely would have given nothing away. I don't know why. Why are you having a hissy fit over Susan giving the title names? Hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, this this title may not give anything away either. I know. I just don't want to. It's it's part of my thing. It's it's not your thing. It's my thing. <laughs> I'm, I, I I'm think far. it's going to come from Skylar saying she's buried under a pile of work. At the have an A one day car wash. There you so go. There you go. Yeah. Or a pile of money. Oh. Uh. <laughs> too obvious. Dead body. Too obvious. So, so anyway, everybody, think Nobody. about it. <laughs>